Joining me this week is my roommate Ashley, current friend, former coworker, <laughs> all of the above. She checks them all off. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Ashley. Thanks for having me, V. I'm so excited. I'm really excited to have you on for this episode because there's really no one else I'd want to talk to about <laughs> conspiracies. Yes. I also really want to talk to you about like real life like murders and like murder podcasts. Like oh, yeah. it's spooky season. We're gonna have to talk about let's go there. We're gonna have to talk about some <laughs> of those serial killers that we all love to watch. <laughs> I'm um, here for it. Awesome. So yeah, I brought you on today. We're gonna talk about some conspiracies. Okay, which one's first? <laughs> so I think first we should start off with, I think, one of the most well-known one, which is the Illuminati. Okay. <laughs> so It's real. <laughs> it's 100% real. I, so I was, like, Googling it today because I was, like, Googling, like, conspiracies uh-huh. I wanted to talk about. And so one of the articles that I came across was, like, it's not real. <laughs> or it used to be real, but it's not real anymore. And I'm, like... Yeah, because all these people in power were just like all of a sudden, Shut you it know down. what? <laughs> like, we're enough. We're capped on power and money and fortune and everything. Yeah, let's not tempt anyone else into thinking that they can get into it. Yeah. It's not real, but it is. It is real. It's 100% real. So, I guess, like, when did you start, like, hearing about the Illuminati or, like, what was, like, your first memory of, like... Um, I don't know. I want to say it's probably... Kanye West or something. Yeah, like that's the first per- him and like Jay Z. Yeah, like they start talking mind. about it. Yeah, um, and saying that like you know, it's the man like trying to keep us down, and then all of a sudden they were a part of it. There's tons of theories that they're a part of it, and that they're controlling the industry and can can they can like sway all of the popular people like from nothing into mm-hmm. superstars like Taylor Swift. I yeah. feel I think that kind of came about when. He, you know, did the whole, I'm going to stop you for a second <laughs> at the VMAs. I mean, I love Beyonce, but, like, let it go. Yeah, but it, I think, uh, I, th- I feel like that was a conspiracy to get Taylor to the top. Because mm. there have been so many things that have come out about T-Swift, um, about, you know, the, the plot to get her to superstardom. And she is a powerhouse at this point. Like, yeah. she has a monopoly on the industry. Absolutely. Um, but I think if Kanye hadn't done that at the VMAs, she still would probably not be very well known. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like it was somehow a a plot to get her in the spotlight. I've literally never thought of it that way, but you're probably right. Yeah. And then like... I'm always right. (laughs) (laughs) Put that out. Um, I was going to say, so on her new album, there's a song called The Man, mm. and have you heard it at all? I haven't listened to any of her new album yet. Okay, so I've listened to it on repeat for weeks, probably. Yeah, I think the only bit I've heard is when you're playing it here yeah. at the house. <laughs> yeah, but so there's a song called The Man, mm-hmm. and it's basically about how if she were a man, she'd have so much more privilege, and she people wouldn't second guess her, okay. and all this stuff. And my first thought, and I think everybody's first thought when they first heard, <laughs> so essentially it's just the song about how she was the man, like her life would be so much better. Okay. People wouldn't second guess her. She, no one would like question her dating history and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And it's like. While I agree with the message, like, I think people scrutinize her relationship history more than males. The average, yeah, yeah, man who can be a womanizer. Exactly. Then 
at the same time, I'm like, but you're also one of the most influential humans on this planet. Mm-hmm. It, it just seemed so unnecessary, but so I just had to talk about that for a second. Because <laughs> everyone I've talked to about that has been like, yeah, but you're a superstar, you're top. a millionaire. Like, yeah. despite all this drama that's happened, you're still... You're still making records. She's still Queen like, B. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah, that's interesting. I'll have to listen to it then um, and see how I feel. Yeah. Um, but I also have heard, like, Shane Dawson do, like, conspiracies about the Illuminati mm-hmm. and how he he did, like, a super deep dive into it. So mm-hmm. I think that was also, like, kind of my introduction probably into conspiracy mm-hmm. theories was through Shane. Um, and his videos, because he's done a lot. He's done a lot on conspiracies. I was actually just watching one, I think, last week, because, I mean, I was bored. But, <laughs> and it was, he was talking about how, like, the Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Yeah. That's disgusting. <laughs> I, I believe it. Though. I 100% believe it. It's funny. Gabby posted something about how Liam wanted to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Did mm. you see that video? No. He wanted to go to Chuck E. Cheese, and I responded with, like, the X emoji. <laughs> like, do not take him to Chuck E. Cheese. It's disgusting. Yeah, send him straight up to that uh, video of Shane's. And there was, like, a whole Reddit thread about that conspiracy, too. I mean, editing and stuff is everything mm-hmm. these days, and it can totally sway your opinion if you watch one type of uh, video about a conspiracy, and then you can totally change your mind by watching another one just because of how their research is done and mm-hmm. what what types of facts they want to show you. So conspiracies are all subjective. Yeah. Like, basically, like, money and yeah. just, like, keeping peop- powerful people in power mm-hmm. and... And the, bot- and the lower people, lower than them. Yeah. Um, any way that they can drive that wedge between, like, the upper class, like, mm-hmm. the 1% and the rest of the world are, yeah. I fully buy into. Because they just, I mean, the amount of money that exists to make some of this stuff plausible mm-hmm. is just, a, it's totally believable. Yeah. And I just, I mean, I always, especially in recent years, feel like there's, like, some sort of, like, secret recipe to get famous Mm. and to like make the money and like all this stuff and everyone seems to know everybody and like I was I think I was telling you about how like all these actual like celebrities and models are hanging out with YouTubers Mm -hmm. and that's all just so interesting to me like how do they meet how do they meet why are they hanging out that like those worlds I wouldn't think are mixing and so I do feel like there is there's like a chess player somewhere absolutely that's moving these people or these pieces or these careers in certain ways yeah to just you know exponentially grow Absolutely, and and I think when people try to talk about it that we're that we're in it like previous members, I would say mm-hmm. like bad stuff happens to them. Like I can't think of the specifics off of the top of my head, but I know I don't know if he was ever really a member of the Illuminati, but like DMX came out and was like <laughs> basically spilling all this secret to you. I don't give all the details to you. He's That's gonna, what he's going to give you. Yeah, he's going to speak <laughs> the truth. Yeah, but just like bad stuff happened to him. And then there was rumors that, like, Eminem was in it, and then he left, and that's when, like, all his, like, pill addiction and all that stuff happened. Yeah, oh my gosh, somebody was talking about, on some some YouTube channel or something, I can't remember where I heard it, was that Eminem hasn't been seen standing up since, like, 
his like fall from grace basically like all of that so they're like there's these conspiracies that like he's injured and like won't really i don't know if i mean it was really fleeting that i heard it but you just reminded me of that's crazy that i could be totally off base in my facts here but yeah who would you say so taylor swift we Mm -hmm. agree that jay-z and kanye are probably very high up so that means beyonce as well who i'm really bad with celebrity names actually this is terrible um some of those supermodels that, like, are just random. What about the Kardashians? I mean, the Kardashians through Kanye West or before Kanye West? Um, I think they were definitely pawns in the game, and now I feel like they are Yeah, a part of it. Just because, like, their rise to stardom was so sudden and, like, massive mm-hmm. um, that it didn't really make sense. Like, yeah, sure, their show was entertaining for the, you know really just the purposes of fluff um but that that they became such a monopoly on like the makeup industry and the fashion industry and then you know just I feel like Kim and Kanye getting together was a really strange pairing Mm -hmm. um but (laughs) I mean on a tangent of that I also feel like Kanye supporting Donald Trump was such a weird pairing like it came out of left field and like the only real reason that I could come up with for somebody who, like Kanye, if you listen to his messages in, like, older albums and stuff, he wouldn't he wouldn't really respect the person that he is today and the things mm-hmm. that he says today, I believe. I mean, come at me, internet, if you disagree. <laughs> um, but it just seems like it, like, just insanity life choices for people to, like, you know, make alliances or mm-hmm. all of a sudden support certain things. For uh, no other reason, really, than probably just money and profit and power. And, like, propaganda. Yeah. Like, 100% it's yeah. just propaganda. It's just wild. Feels like we're in the twilight zone sometimes with it. Like, that's why I just feel like it has to be real, because there's got to be so many, like, mafia-type dealings yeah. going on behind closed doors and money moving. Yeah. So, do you believe that, like, the Illuminati that we think it exists... Is it, like, the thing where they, they make a deal with the devil? Or, like, Ooh. what do you kind of think? Like, um, I don't know. Yeah. that's a, That adds a certain, like, supernatural element to it that I obviously am here for. Yeah. But the plausibility... Like, I'd love to believe that, and I'd love to see, watch the movie or read the book about it <laughs> if it was, like, legit or, like, somebody please write that. Yeah. Because it seems very entertaining, and it's, like, the type of spookiness that I'm into, but I don't know. Because, like, there's those theories that if you, like, play certain songs backwards mm-hmm. or, like, if you listen to the lyrics that they're, like, saying, like, worship Satan <laughs> and all this stuff, which maybe they are, but I don't yeah. know how true that is. I don't know. I feel like there's some people who do wild stuff and, like, you know, drink the Kool-Aid for Mm. just feeling like they belong or feeling like they're worshipped as well um, and getting that, like, stardom and notoriety. Like, they get drunk on the power, so they start to do crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like maybe there is is somebody that, you know, is the cult leader of all of it that is convincing enough to say Mm -hmm. you have to sign your life away to the devil, and they do. Um, but it seems very a little bit more cultish than I think actually factual. Uh, yeah, it's saying like Rihanna, uh, she incorporates Illuminati me- images into her music videos. Like there's, if you like watch like breakdowns, like the Umbrella video, mm. there's like certain like symbols that I guess represent the Illuminati. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jay-Z, 
um, I'm trying to find like interesting, like if there's any politicians, Katy Perry. That's interesting. What do you think about, um, CJ's or my friend CJ has talked about like Britney Spears, mm-hmm. how she was probably a part of it and tried to get out. And that's when she had like her breakdown Absolutely. and like probably had to get like electroshock therapy. And like now there's like a theory that she's a uh, like a robot or something. Or yeah, I a hundred percent believe that the Britney Spears that's live, like active on Instagram now, is not the Britney Spears from that, the early two thousands that we grew up watching. Yeah, like she, and maybe it is. Maybe she was just so like programmed before, mm. so we never got to see how the weird she actually is. Yeah, because she is freaking weird. Like, <laughs> and, like I, silly. Yeah, and yeah. just like so out there that I'm like. I just never expected that yeah. to come from her. And but that her voice has changed, like her singing voice and everything. Oh, yeah. Um, there was, I think Shane also, <laughs> we're probably going to reference Shane a lot. Um, Shane also did like a little bit of a deep dive into Britney and mm-hmm. like even just like pop stars getting mm-hmm. like brainwashed. There's like a line in the sand of when it changed. Yeah. Um, and how different it is now from the, the pop star that we grew up with. Yeah. And I um, think that maybe if people are in the Illuminati and they do successfully leave, like, I think that kind of stuff happens to them and, like, they kind of obviously go through a transition phase. But I also think sometimes they don't make it out. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say that um, Prince was probably part of oh, the Illuminati. Okay. I would say that and Michael Jackson. Yeah, and like, just like especially where like their deaths kind of come out of nowhere mm-hmm. where I'm sure there is like drug use and alcohol abuse and everything, you yeah. know, behind the scenes, but and mental health. Yeah, and, and everything, but I definitely think there's an element of a third party that yeah, no one ever suspicious. sees. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And Prince used to talk out a lot about like just corruption within the music industry Mm -hmm. um so I totally believe that maybe you know it's sort of like a mob or mafia mentality where okay well if you can't follow our train of thought and if you can't you know stay in line with the things that you speak about then we got to take you out yeah we have to eliminate the threat yeah and I think that's That's, exactly what it is mm -hmm. me too it's it's very sad too that it's that it has to come to life or death if if it's true before we move on to our next conspiracy <laughs> were one out of 30 million people in the United States that believe that the Illuminati exists. Really? Yeah. So we're not alone. Wow. In thinking that ex- I wonder of the one out of 30 million, like what age dynamic or like even just dynamics yeah. that comes from. Cause I kind of feel like the more aware you are of the more research you do or awareness you are of, you know, popular people, pop mm-hmm. culture, because I feel like that's where a lot of the the heavy hitters come from, or at least the publicly known ones. Yeah. Um, the more you start to buy into it. Yeah. Um, so that's that's interesting. The next one I want to talk about is actually, we think, a conspiracy theory you came up with. <laughs> I originated this. You originated this. You heard it here first. Let Internet. it be known. <laughs> People, if you ever hear this again, you tell them, nope, Ashley made it up. <laughs> or she came up with it, didn't make it up. <laughs> So, Ashley has a conspiracy theory regarding Game of Thrones and its final season. It's so silly. And I, honestly, I do believe it, but I just don't know why more people maybe don't talk about it, or at least I, that I hear of, because I do absorb a lot of Game of Thrones recaps, opinions, newsworthy stuff, whatever. I'm obsessed. Um, my theory is the last season, maybe even prior to, 
Um, they, the showrunners, um, the Double Ds, as they're known, uh, David Weiss and David Benioff, um, threw intentionally the finale to encourage or spur more book sales from George Martin. Um, because he hasn't finished it and it's still looming out there as like a little carrot for fans. They are, he probably is going to have a lot more readers of this final book when it comes out because we were so let down by the final season. Absolutely. I've never, I haven't read any of the books. Mm -hmm. I've started them on audio and then I'm like, I don't even have enough hours. (laughs) They are so long. The first one's like 30 hours of audio. (laughs) But you better believe that I am gonna listen or actually read this last one. Yeah. Because you want it to be better. I want it to be better and I want to know how he... He, as the creator of the whole universe mm-hmm. of Game of Thrones, actually wants it to end. How he paints that ending yeah. for us. My concern is that I think they had to get his approval. They had to run stuff by him right. for the show that I'm like, he, if why he wasn't would he have in on that? it? Yeah, if he wasn't in on it, I don't believe that George Martin would have put his name behind this ending. Yeah. Um, so I think it's it was, you know, there's this talk about this moment that the showrunners and George Martin were in a hotel room kind of mapping out a couple of the plot points and George Martin let them in on some secrets, you know, like hold the door and everything um, to get them to the ending, to the finish line, but like intentionally left some holes. I also think that during that meeting, he said, you know, I'm not going to give you anything else unless you throw it. Mm. Um, so I think it was a bargaining tool um, yeah. to just skyrocket his book sales when he finally releases it. I would really hope so, because if that's just the ending for no other reason <laughs> at all, like, yeah. it's not to say, I think in hindsight, like it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was, like, as it was happening. Like, mm-hmm. each week, like, I was, like, so let down. And I yeah. was just like, why are they doing it this way? But then when I look at, like, the overall scope Big of the picture whole of, show, yeah, the show, I was like, it makes sense yeah, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like, there's certain things that, sure, I'm like, I wish that certain people would have gotten a little bit of a happier ending. That there would have been more... We'll like, always feel that way. Resolution. Think, regardless of the book or not. Yeah. Um, and I do think it's kind of the ending that he has in mind. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a there's another, you know, fantasy world over here, or maybe it's the reality, who knows, where, you know, this is how he wanted it. And he said, you know, just skim over everything and I will go into detail in the books, which mm-hmm. I will still be happy with that. But I think because it was such a massive, like, as the, like, the nation watched, the ratings and the the opinions on these final episodes was just so outrageously bad. I didn't hate it at all. Um, I absorbed it and I, I listened to tons of podcasts that recapped it and talked about their opinions who have been absorbed in the universe for just as long, um, and read the books and all this stuff. And they're like, okay, we're not shocked by the ending, but... Like, still, it just was, you know, it really missed the mark for Mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, a majority of the watchers. So, I just can't really believe that if, you know, he was going to put his name on it, stamp of approval on the whole process of the the final season or even, like, leading up to that, that he wouldn't have let them, quote-unquote, miss the mark, as so many people say. Yeah, and my thoughts are, 
I, it's so hard to make a finale that makes the fans happy. Mm -hmm. I think back to the majority of like my favorite shows that I absolutely love. And then I look at the final season or just the final couple of episodes. Yeah. And I'm always just like left feeling like meh, like Mm -hmm. that doesn't compare to the scope of work that they did. And I think part of that is, I mean, Game of Thrones was so unlike what anyone else was really creating at the time. Yeah. And there never will be another show that and has that much just, influence. It had so many characters and so many plots and mm-hmm. so many, I mean, every time a new season was coming out, we'd have to rewatch all the previous seasons to even remember. To connect any of the, the plot lines again. Yeah. Uh, or remember characters' names, or remember that they even existed. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> um, so it's massive, and he did. It, I mean, he created a universe that will live on in infamy for, for a very, very long yeah. time. And they did a good, a wonderful job with the show as well. But I think it's like also HBO kind of tends to do that with shows, mm-hmm. where because it happened, it's happened with several of my like, like nearest and dearest television shows, like True Blood and. Um, six True feet under. Was so disappointing. Yeah, they kind of because it's sort of a thing where people have to buy into the subscription in order to have access to it. They know, like, once they get the subscribers, they've got them, mm-hmm. so they don't really have to carry on a, a show like you know Grey's Anatomy and Law and Order, which are just available mm-hmm. to be able to keep renewing, and they're going to get you know commercials and all that kind of stuff they're yeah. going to get the money to keep the shows going yeah and to pay their actors in the production yeah um but with hbo they just have to get the subscribers once they have them they don't really care yeah what happens with it so they tend to just say okay well as soon as we start to see like the ratings dip or the interest wane we're just going to cut it and then the showrunners and the writers and creators have to wrap something up in like such a limited amount of time that maybe they expected to have longer and it's yeah. up to hbo to cut it or not like yeah I don't know necessarily if... Because we haven't heard much from the Double Ds about what they wanted to do at the end. They've been pretty quiet. Um, that if if in a perfect world, how long would that final season have been? Because it was so short. Yeah. It was only eight episodes. First they said all the episodes were going to be like the length of like movies. Length movie episode. And then the longest episode was barely over an hour. Yeah. And it was just kind of like... Well, it just didn't feel like there was enough time to give us or them as Mm -hmm. the creators enough time to finish the story off and give it justice. Yeah. So I'm not really sure if it was like an HBO conspiracy where they're just like, eh, we already know people are going to watch it regardless. Yeah. They could keep watching it for years and years, but we really need to like move on to other things. Like could have been that sort of under the table dealings and they were just cut before their time or... It was George, which I think is more possible. I agree because I mean the dude's taking his sweet time. There's an and there's not. I mean, it's there's probably plenty of reasons. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to insult the writer, but there's really there really hasn't been a read because he's produced a ton of other books in the meantime. Yeah, so and like, he's working on like the like. Not sister shows, I guess that could be like the other world or like the sub worlds. Yeah, like shows in the Game of Thrones world. He's done a ton of other like little tangent books about it too. So I don't know if it's just like he's super overwhelmed and can't finish it because of the expectation at this point. But I don't think that's true because I think he knows. Yeah, like how it's gonna end. He he might have already written it and he's just holding that carrot. That's my theory. (laughs) It's a very interesting conspiracy. I think there's a lot of potential there for it to be true. Mm -hmm. I also just want to know, what the hell was the point of the White Walkers? (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, please explain it, George. <laughs> we know you're listening to this podcast, okay? We're huge in the Game of Thrones world. Yeah, we're, we're right up there with the Game of Thrones podcast and Cast of Kings. Okay, next conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Area 51. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> Why didn't we go to the Area 51 raid a couple weeks ago? You know, I really needed to wash my hair that day. <laughs> it's on the calendar months in advance, my my hair washing schedule. Um, so I, I just had, um, you know, obligations I couldn't get out of. <laughs> Why weren't you there? I had no one to go with. Haley for like weeks was like saying we were going to go and I never knew if she was serious or not. <laughs> Haley. Like... Actually, though, I did hear about like the festival that they ended up throwing. It looked amazing. Yeah. And like just all the right people were there. It, yeah. For, you know, my feels. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the wooey shit. But yeah, I mean. Do you think Area 51 is, are there aliens there? Yes. Okay. 100%. There has to be. Why else would it be so protected? I mean, it it would really be a waste of our, like, funding, like, government <laughs> funding for them to just be like, this is the biggest joke yeah. in history. Like, even bigger than the moonwalk. You know what I mean? Like, no. There's got to be... They're hiding something. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, and there's just no way... I mean, if we're going to go existential about it, there are... There's got to be life on other universes other planets absolutely it's too you're too small-minded you're too narcissistic Mm -hmm. you have too much of an ego if you believe that we're the only beings in the entire capable of you know creating the world that we live in at this point like the technology and all that stuff yeah we haven't been around long enough for that to even like be the time it takes to make other universes and the amount of other universes that we know there are yeah there's yeah there's absolutely life in other places and I'm certain that they've created the technology to have found us before we found them do you think they're like like what do you think other life forms look like like do you think they look like us are they like human oh gosh I don't know I guess um (laughs) I was at my friend Jessica's house the other night uh and we were like in the backyard and have you ever seen a Jerusalem cricket no that shit looks like an alien like Google. Oh wait, I actually think I have seen it's it. It's like a wasp, beetle, cricket. Jerusalem. They're massive and terrifying. Like that is an alien. Oh my God, <laughs> if like, I've ever seen one. Ew. Yes. Okay. I freaking <laughs> have seen this, and it was so scary. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. So they're real, and I almost like let one crawl on me while I was like squatting down to pet my dog. Um, and somebody was like, there's something crawling by you. And I thought like maybe a big spider or something, but it was that thing. And I wasn't terrified, but I'm like, I've never seen this creature. It is from another world. Like they're the weirdest looking things. And like praying mantises, like they don't look right. (laughs) Octopuses, they don't look right. (laughs) Like why? So I don't know what if like on another planet and from another universe another environment if it could look like us or if it would look like the big gray lanky beady-eyed things that we see in movies and cartoons i'm not sure interesting what do you think um i mean as much as i want it i want to think that they're like all like super friendly like (laughs) i want it in my ideal world like aliens would be like little green dudes you know 
Like, I think that'd be super cool Mm -hmm. if those existed. But I don't think that that's what they are. (laughs) Like, I think they are just like us. And I think maybe they are, like, kind of different species. I don't know. Do you know what I kind of think? Like, the way that our technology is going mostly towards AI and Mm -hmm. automation and bots and everything, I almost feel like if we ever encountered something... It wouldn't even be, like, organic material. Hmm. Like, it would probably be a robot of some sort. Interesting. Just because I feel like, I mean, because we're not that old, and we know that there's universes that have been around for millions and millions of light years longer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I mean, and how quickly our bot and AI technology is advancing, that we're probably not actually that far off. We might see something mm-hmm. crazy in our lifetime that we never imagined. Um, that I think if something found us before we found them, it was probably not organic material. Yeah. Interesting. I've never thought of it that way. Hmm. But I also... Yeah. I mean, it... There has to be some sort of... I don't think that it's like they keep... Like, there's aliens alive in Area 51. Like, yeah. that's not what I'm saying. But I do think that there's, like, a spacecraft or their technology or something mm-hmm. that is worth protecting and worth spending, like you said, all this money mm-hmm. in a random place, you know, in the California-Nevada border, you know? Like, right. there's got to be something They're there. They're definitely protecting some major, major secrets. Um, underground or something. Well, and especially because you have... I, I don't remember his name, but he was working there. Like, I don't exactly remember how he got access, but he basically saw everything that was in there and then, like, exposed it. And then <laughs> he was, like, I guess probably trying to be a whistleblower, but okay. then... The government like shut him down because obviously they can't let that information go and like out to the public and everything. Hmm. But I do think that there are people that have seen it and that have tried to talk about it. But yeah. I think for anybody that is not open to the idea or that doesn't want to believe in it for one reason or another, just mm-hmm. looks at those people like they're kind of crazy. Because mm-hmm. I think back to like, I mean, it's TV, so of course it's all fiction, but there's like shows about Roswell and everything like that. Yeah. And the people who believe that they've seen aliens or they saw something that happened. Yeah. They're like the town like loony, like nobody pays attention right. to them. I was just thinking about like, yeah, stories of people claiming that they've had an alien abduction yeah. and like gone into some sort of aircraft and had experiments done on them and like you know a lot of people will just chop that up to like oh you're on drugs or like you know yeah whatever it was you had a crazy dream and woke up in a field like (laughs) um (laughs) don't we all at some point (laughs) yeah um I just yeah it definitely there's just too many different accounts and like people who would have no connections to each other that their storylines are way too similar and the same like types of things are happening like on a cycle um, that are unexplained yeah. by officials. I agree. The fact of the number of people that right. claim to have had these encounters leads me to believe that there's some truth there. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and that the, you know, the government and all the other nations with, you know, 
that, uh, you know, they have to communicate in some ways that we don't understand. And there's got to be tons of secrets Mm -hmm. that, like, we'll never know. But that they just don't even acknowledge the possibility. Like, even with us going to Mars and, like, Mm -hmm. finding, you know, signs of life or possible life and all this, like, research and science that's out there, but they still are just like, yeah, we just don't know. Like, we we can't tell yet. It's like, yeah, we can We fucking can. Yeah. Like, you're just not telling us because it's probably terrifying. I know. And I'm like, they're astronauts and NASA and everybody's, like, able to see, like, black holes mm-hmm. and able to, like, find new galaxies and everything like that. Yeah. So it's, you're telling me that, like, the smartest people in the world are right. telling us there's a possibility, but you're going to say, no, eh, we just don't know. Like, we can't confirm or deny. We're like, meh. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's just no way. Uh, with the way the, the ways that technology have advanced, we've found it already. Yeah. Or it found us a long time ago. That sounds so scary. Yeah, and I just can imagine, like, maybe the reason why, maybe this is, like, a huge protectivist thing that the government has, like, passed on for hundreds of years, is, like, can you imagine the amount of people who would legit be incapable of doing anything because of the existential crisis that they they go through? People would lose their shit. Like, it would be mass chaos. It really would be. I mean, you think of, like, the scary alien movies, mm-hmm. like not necessarily like alien or aliens, but like <laughs> signs where like they're not friendly aliens mm-hmm. and people just like don't know what to do. And like, it's yeah. just, there's another movie. What is that movie with Tom Cruise? Um, and they're like, ro- but they're like robot aliens. You know what I'm talking about? Kind of. I was thinking of the movie Arrival. Oh yeah, too. Okay. Like that one seemed. I really liked that movie. It was very realistic to me. I think in what people, how people would react to some sort of just sudden, like, oh, we can't hide this at all. It's here. Mm-hmm. What do you? What do we do then? Um, I think I like that movie a lot. Um, and the message behind it is like pretty beautiful. Have you watched it? I think I fell asleep. <laughs> I gotta be. The honest. end of it is totally worth it. So I recommend. Is that the one with Amy Adams? Is yeah. she in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I did start it and then I just never finished it. Yeah. I really want to find the name of this movie. Tom Cruise with robot aliens. Yeah. It was. Oh, War of the Worlds. It was like a remake. Um. I think Dakota Fanning is in it. Okay. I don't think I watched it, but I do remember it being like around. <laughs> This is the plot for the movie. As Earth is invaded by alien tripod fighting machines, one family fights for survival. Just the one. Nobody else is fighting at all. They just gave up. They were crippled up. by fear. I mean, when when you're Tom Cruise, you're the only one that matters. You got to, because uh, Scientology has uh, <laughs> got your back. Oh, God, um, there's like... no way aliens can beat Scientology. Therefore, Tom Cruise will survive. God, yeah. <laughs> Leah Remini should have stayed in. <laughs> Jesus. Just made a mistake, girl. Um, but, yeah, it's just like, because, you know, there's so many people who kind of suffer from a phobia of thinking about the vastness of space. Cassandra. Oh, hi, Cass. <laughs> Cassandra. Trigger warning. <laughs> and then she, like, explained to me, space is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and it's not to me, because I look at it like, oh, there's so many opportunities. Yeah. But not everybody looks at it that right. way. They yeah, look at it like much. there's too much. Yeah. Like what are the it's poten- what's the potential? You get like analysis paralysis because you're just like, there's just so much I can't even I can't even pick one yeah. thing to like choose to do right now because my mind is spinning. 
Rafa, also Siege's boyfriend, um, has a fear of space. When he thinks too much about it, he like goes into a spiral, <laughs> like a stress spiral. And I'm like, I, I, I get that. So mm-hmm. if it, if it was, you know, all of a sudden they just woke up one day and were like, aliens are real. Hey everybody, like yeah. we're gonna be friends with them, or like we're at war with them. Whatever it is, like we just would shut down. Like the world would literally not know what to do. Well, because. You would think, like, they would announce it, they could announce it and say, like, aliens do exist, this is what's going on, Mm -hmm. and then you would have people that would just automatically want to go to war, even if we weren't necessarily at Mm. war with them, Yeah, you know? And so there would just be this, like, mentality of, like, what's foreign to us is bad. They need to submit to us. Yeah. Yeah. And so... It's terrifying. There's just too many other, like, coincidences that are all over the world Mm -hmm. you know like if you ever watch the show like ancient aliens like there's all those crazy (laughs) things that happen like sometimes they're like laughable and you're just like Mm -hmm. this doesn't like I don't really believe that but then there's certain things where it's like the like designs like in the ground and stuff like that that have been that way forever yeah like were people really capable the pyramids yeah all (gasps) of it when I think about the pyramids I get so overwhelmed (laughs) like that's one thing that like my mind just cannot comprehend Mm -hmm. that they built those. I mean, even, like, for the time, like, the Colosseum and stuff, like, everything back then was just massive, like, and they were just using, like, manpower and horsepower, like, and animal power to make this stuff. Like, it blows my mind. Yeah, and, like, handmade, like, ladders is what I picture. Just, like, (laughs) really wobbly ladders. Like, woven, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) It's just, like, no. I mean, I'm sure tons of people died, and, like, it was not you know, OSHA, like, <laughs> safe, but, like, how they just, like, there's no way, I feel like, even if you had tons of slaves to be able to put the manpower to hurl yeah. and lift and, you know, get these massive heavy materials into place. Maybe the Romans and the Egyptians were part of the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. There's no other way. Like, is that how it works? Like you just join and you're like, I want to build this huge ass structure. Yeah. Aliens come help me. Like, okay, go into your hiding hole now. Like, see you later. Double conspiracy. Oh. It goes all the way to the top. We can move on to the topic of our phones listening to us. That kind of does relate. I absolutely think they're listening to me and I'm pointing at my phone and I'm looking at it right now. I, I, I know you fuckers are hearing me. <laughs> um, and, uh, they have tons of technology to be able to, you know, map mind map, what kind of interests we have. And, you know, they, there's somehow they put together this mind map of what we will want before we know we want it. Mm-hmm. Like, have you watched that um, documentary on Netflix, the great hack? I did. It's like about Cambridge Analytica and how they they take, you know, targeted ads. Mm -hmm. But they've done so, like, like with the data collecting and data mining that they do, they've done so in a way that they know exactly which people to target um, and how to sway their opinions on things or how Mm -hmm. to get them to buy certain things. And Mm -hmm. it's just wild. Like, I don't even know how my phone will know something that I have only ever thought thought like maybe I kind of want to buy that or kind of want to look into that mm-hmm. or like I haven't even talked to anybody about and all of a sudden it's popping up on my feed I don't even want to say it because I know they can hear me <laughs> but and they've already sent me the ads for it 
And it's it just freaks me out. Yeah. I definitely have experienced it. If my phone is listening to me, I'd really just like to win a million dollars. Yeah, enter me in whatever sweepstakes <laughs> to get a new bed. Because <laughs> I really want one. And um, a dog ramp for my dog. I just really want those things. Also, my birthday is coming up, so if any of my friends are listening to this episode, those are great gifts. <laughs> so what Ashley wants for her birthday, a new bed and a dog ramp. Yep. For, so technically one of those gifts is for Sophie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... And running shoes. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> so I looked into this because I know everyone talks about it. Everyone is just, you know, talks about how freaky it is when we're talking about something. Mm-hmm. Or even if, like you said, you're thinking about something and then it pops up as an advertisement and you're like, how did this get here? Yeah. Why is my phone listening to me? Mm-hmm. I mean, I 100% believe that I have a little FBI guy in my webcam yeah. camera on my computer. Josh actually broke the webcam in his laptop because he like just had a panic attack about it. He like took a screwdriver to it and like broke it. Oh my god, that gives me more anxiety than thinking he's in there. Like yeah. he doesn't see anything about I don't do anything. Like, he's probably bored. Yeah. So what so, I God, she's watching YouTube again. <laughs> All she does is watch YouTube videos <laughs> and watch TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. When I researched it, it basically it basically says it's not true. Hmm. And this I think came from the BBC. It says while constant audio surveillance is very unlikely because of the sheer amount of data it would consume, the fine print in the user agreements we don't take the time to read cover a lot more than we think. Mm. So Essentially, like, what this article is saying is that there's basically trigger words that your apps, that your phone is Looking programmed. for. Yeah. And so one of them is, like, hey, Siri. So mm-hmm. if you say, hey, Siri. Oh, she's not listening. I don't have mine turned on. Because I'm so scared of it. I have mine. No, now she's not going to do it because they've been listening to us this whole time. I'm like, she's This bitch. Both my watch and my phone are set to do it. Really? I do it all the time. I just said it twice and they didn't go off. What about Alexa? Oh, she's she's listening. Oh, yeah. Our house is very <laughs> robot friendly. And everyone is... All my friends are very concerned. Sorry, I'm not sure. Shh. All my friends are very concerned that the government's going to, like, be able to hack into our house. I'm like, what are they going to do? Turn our lights on and off? Yeah. <laughs> That's all she controls. Right. And, like, Alexa's not, like, uh, attached to my accounts. Yeah. So if she's hearing me talking about how I want running shoes, how am I going to get an ad for running shoes later? Like, because Alexa is attached to your account. Yeah. And so I just... But now, if you get it, you got to mm-hmm. let me know. Yeah. And I'll add a little tidbit to this. <laughs> a little add to this. But I think I um I think it was Angie that was telling me it just goes usually by like your IP address too. Mm-hmm. Um so if like I and like or you know your Amazon accounts are t- connected to each other or your addresses or something like that because um when Jack was like shopping for her engagement ring, he had to be really, really you know, careful about how he was searching, where he was searching, when he was searching, so that she wouldn't get ads for jewelry Mm -hmm. um, and make her suspicious of the proposal that was coming. Congratulations, Angie, by the way. Um, So he, so I guess they've done a ton of research on like how, you know, ads are targeted to you and also like the people that you're, you spend a lot of time with. 
because you're in similar IP ranges or Wi-Fi networks. Interesting. Yeah. I never thought about it that way. The Alexa thing stresses me out a little bit more than the phone thing because the phone, my phone might just give me advertisements, but Mm -hmm. like Alexa, there is, she keeps lighting up. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, I I don't understand. (laughs) So there was a thing where, uh, someone who had one reached out to Amazon. They wanted a copy of like their audio files or whatever. They got a copy of somebody else's audio files and it was like an insane amount of data that they got that was somebody else's whoa which is just like amazon's fault for not giving the person the right data i mean they fucked up but and my dad sent me that article and was like i'm so sorry for getting you an alexa Mm. but on the same end like there's stories of now that technology it helped solve murders yeah and so it's like they use the recordings from it Mm -hmm. so it's like it's a double-edged sword of like is it a breach of my my privacy but also do protecting I, you yeah do i want it to sometimes yeah. be there as a safety Ooh, net? you know what this is so 1984 <laughs> and like when cctv and stuff started coming out people are like no this is big brother like where do we draw the line in our privacy and like mm-hmm. how do we how are we ever going to feel like we have anything that is completely private to ourselves mm-hmm. if you know there's cameras everywhere there's recording devices everywhere there's just you know, research and data collecting constantly. Yeah. It really is like Big Brother. But, like, at the same time, in 1984, there's so much, like, you know, quote-unquote propaganda that's saying, like, no, this is for your benefit. It's for your health. It's for Mm -hmm. your safety. It's for, you know, your peace of mind. Mm -hmm. Like, so that you don't feel stressed out and, you know, you can't leave your house because you're scared. But, like, okay, there's security cameras, so if anything does happen... At least there'll be justice. Yeah. So it's totally a double-edged sword. Yeah. And I see both sides of it completely. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially because, like, I feel like in today's society, crazy things happen. And so I would honestly rather have that there yeah. just in case versus not having it there and, mm-hmm. you know, not having any sort of, like, path to take, I guess, if something terrible were to happen. Yeah. And if you go back to, like, the Dark Ages and stuff, like, you know, how did they, how did they start to solve murders and, you know, with no technology Mm -hmm. and it is there for us now and it's helped a ton Mm -hmm. of, you know, families and loved ones or, you know, whatever it is, have peace of mind and, or at least feel like, you know, justice was served and they caught, you know, the evil people in this world because of that. So I don't know. I go back and forth on it all the time. I agree. I think the thing that probably scares me a little bit more than my phone just listening to me Mm -hmm. is, like, what I'm viewing being monitored Mm -hmm. and that data being, like, given to third parties so that way they know what I'm looking at and that kind of stuff. I feel like our phones actually are watching our activity more than they're listening. Yeah, because I even saw, like, some research somewhere that... When you're on Facebook or Instagram and, like, you're scrolling by, like, it's not even necessarily your clicks or your your movement in there, like, physically where they can, like, you know, hit a ping. Mm-hmm. It's, like, when you're scrolling, if you hesitate a little bit more on something, mm-hmm. that is even tracked. It's insane. So it's, like, I could even just be, like, looking at someone's butt, like, picture <laughs> and, and that start to be 
accumulated to my data profile yeah. online. Or like if you're just like busy or distracted and you like I do that happens to me all the time. I'm mm-hmm. just on Instagram scrolling, like watching TV and then like something happens that I want to watch on TV. So I stop on something mm-hmm. and it might be an, a, a sponsored ad. Exactly. And so then I get that same freaking sponsored ad <laughs> for like two weeks yeah. because I thought that I was interested in yeah, it. Yeah. I keep forgetting and I go through like spurts of it where you can like go into like the settings of the advertisement or the sponsored thing mm-hmm. um, and say like hide this or this is redundant or I don't I've already bought this or I don't want to purchase yeah. this or whatever it is and, and so that it starts to contribute a little bit more towards your towards kind of cleaning up or just yeah. streamlining what you do want to see or what you don't want to see and I need to keep reminding myself that like I can control this like mm-hmm. it's not all just thrown at me you know without my consent because mm-hmm. there are things in place legally that can protect us from some of that yeah I mean part of the problem though is the fine print and mm-hmm. all of these agreements that exist for everything these days yeah and as as consumers not reading them not either even if we do read them sometimes not understanding them because the language is confusing right just agreeing to it because you want to download or use whatever it is Mm -hmm. and then I definitely think I mean the great hack that you brought up like brought up it's talking about such an important thing which is like the future of politics the future of politics and just like our data usage like it's it needs to be like included as a human right like yeah because the way that it is like technology is everywhere you can't it can't realistically go off the grid yeah you can't anymore and so and that's totally scary (laughs) yeah the fact is of you have to have all these accounts and passwords and logins and like all this stuff and you have sensitive data in there sometimes like Mm -hmm. that data it needs to be protected just like everything else is for us as Americans at least Mm -hmm. but it's crazy wild (sighs) yeah (laughs) thanks Siri (laughs) I cannot believe I said it twice and neither my watch or my phone went off that's weird it's it goes like even if I just say it yeah I've never had mine on so I don't really know like what it's like to accidentally trigger it I've only experienced it with Alexa but you'll have to put an addendum in here if it starts working after we're done recording yeah that was (laughs) so weird because like it's been on this phone ever since I got it like Mm -hmm. I just never turned that feature off honestly Mm -hmm. but yeah because I use it all the time to like set timers and stuff yeah Totally. I wanted to give a quick update that as soon as we stopped recording, I tested Hey Siri and it worked every single time. Yeah, it's crazy how much like we are kind of becoming more and more enslaved by having to put our data online Mm -hmm. and having to have, we just have to have an online profile and whether we want to or not, Mm -hmm. it's going to keep contributing towards, you know, the different industries and especially the government Mm -hmm. and just the fact that like you know this last presidential election turned out the way that it did because of Cambridge Analytica releasing data Mm -hmm. and allowing it to be used Mm -hmm. in politics is just we don't we'll never have we'll never know really if another election was um influenced Mm -hmm. in one way or another because of this yeah I know it's it's scary and overwhelming to think about that and to think about how many millions, billions of people, their data is somewhere on mm-hmm. the internet. Yep. 
and how there's not that many companies that have access to all of it. There's only a couple, you know, a right. few. And so what they do with that data is... Makes them a powerhouse. There's no... It's also new that there's no rules. There's no playbook. It's we make it up as we go, and this is what we've chosen We're adapting to do every day. But it's all ready too late, mm-hmm. right? Like that's the most terrifying part. We are there is no going back from this. No. Um, so it, yeah, exactly. It's just like I have a feeling it will negatively impact future elections. Mm-hmm. I think that people voter turnout will be even lower than it already is. Yeah. And I think that the results are going to be even more skewed than we'll never we'll never go back Mm-mm. to just a classic like you go and you punch a paper ballot. No, which they absolutely should go back to that because it's <laughs> the only way to like eliminate or start to eliminate voter fraud and right voter suppression and all that stuff but anyways that's that's my hot take (laughs) i'm also gonna throw my hat in there that let's get rid of columbus day and make election day a government national holiday a (laughs) hundred percent like fuck columbus day are you kidding me i like never even had outside of school had columbus day off like i honestly forget that it's a holiday (laughs) it's definitely a bank holiday (laughs) my phone's listening to us is both bad and for our protection Good. yeah and we are living in 1984 big brother world and yeah. there's no going back and we just have to not panic agreed just like the aliens <laughs> and no we'll never panicking. be in the illuminati because we don't have enough money to get to buy in <laughs> yeah just like so like a while ago i want to say like three-ish months ago all of a sudden i showed up at work and there was like a microphone at my near my desk so like at work I have like my desk and then I have this like uh drawer thing right behind me where I have like my envelopes and like stickers and pens that Mm -hmm. we send out to our clients and Mm -hmm. everything and then like in the back corner on the top of this drawer all of a sudden I noticed there is a microphone and I was like that's weird um and so I was chatting my coworkers, like I don't know what to do like this microphone literally was not here yesterday it's here now I don't know what it's for mm-hmm. I was like but I feel like I'm being monitored or like this is their way of like being able to maybe record conversation yeah it's it like, was so weird okay did you find out what it was for and so like, I spent all day like debating on if I should say something to my boss and then as I was leaving, like, I was just, I tried to play it cool, but it obviously came out of nowhere, so it wasn't cool. And I was just like, oh, yeah, like, what's up with this microphone? Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, like, the tech team wants it there, because essentially when our team gets a deal or whatever, they ring this bell. They ring, We all have, like, bells on our desk. So we ring it, and it's like a ding or whatever, but upstairs can't really hear them. Mm. And so essentially the microphone was there to pick up those dings to notify them. Okay. But I've still been suspicious of it. That because seems... why is it back by me? I'm in the very back. Okay, then just have an electronic bell that goes to everybody. Yeah, exactly. And so I swear ever since then, like, I'm very, very careful about what I say out loud. Because I don't ever want it to yeah, come back Yeah, but your to... chats are probably monitored, too. <laughs> Slack deletes them because we have, like, the unpaid version. And oh. so, like, they disappear after, like, 30 days or something like oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Huh. But I definitely think within that 30 days, the admin of the account can see them. Mm-hmm. But... 
I mean, yeah, any industry is moder- like has can have yeah. access to all of our emails, all of our chats, yeah. everything. All of our calls are recorded. It's you know we're all monitored. We're all we really are living in 1984. Yep. Big Brother is real, yep. and we just have to believe that it is to our benefit and for our protection. But at the same time, there's always going to be people who capitalize on, you know, it for the wrong reason. Absolutely. So that's unavoidable too. Our next conspiracy is the Mandela effect. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I really want to talk about this. This one kind of goes with aliens, I feel like, or like black holes. I think that's where my tangent is. It's a parallel universe Yeah. For freaking sure. Mm -hmm. I, like, will swear up and down, like, the most popular ones. Like, the Berenstain Bears versus the Berenstain Bears. Yeah. I never would have said Berenstain Bears. (laughs) Yeah. So, that's not a thing. Yeah, I feel like it could have been Photoshopped, but I saw a a picture of, like, a, a tape of the book. It was, like... Because they used to do, like, little cartoons, like, on VHS, too. So somebody had, like, the VHS tape that spelled it the way that we all know and remember it. And then the same, like, episode or story in the book version was spelled differently. So it's, like, Uh, I don't know. I I mean, yeah, everything can be edited. But also at the same time, this goes along with the fact of, so similar to the aliens thing... If this many people are having the same experience and the same memory, shared memory, like there's, we're we're missing something. Like, yeah, we're not all just making this up. Mm-hmm. We, it is a hundred percent. Maybe we switch places with someone in a parallel universe, and that, this is really yeah. just we're tethered. This is us. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so scary. <laughs> it totally is. Like I want to <laughs> know what my parallel universe self, yeah, is doing right now. Yeah. Because the, it's, I mean, it's far-fetched, but it really is the only explanation mm-hmm. for there to be, and again, it comes with the, it's um, selfish and narcissistic, and it's our ego talking if we truly don't believe that there's other universes out there where we may have doppelgangers. Yeah, similar types of advancements and evolution mm-hmm. and everything like that can be happening. And just like genetics and DNA, mm-hmm. it's possible. Yeah. And, like, just, like, the law of attraction and Darwinism, it's totally possible that the same or very, very closely related things are happening in another universe. Yeah. Um, and that sometimes there's, like, glitches or wormholes that mm. cause things to be just a little bit off. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden everybody starts to kind of take notice of it because we're like, that's not supposed to be there or that's not supposed to be like that. Yeah. And then, when there's so many people that agree with you, how do you explain that? Yeah. I know. It's wild. What are some other, like, examples that you have or that you can think of or um, that you've seen? Shazam? Yes. With Sinbad? Yes. As a genie. Yes. 100%. <laughs> yeah, because, okay, um, I... So I heard of, I didn't even know that this was a Mandela Effect one until I was like listening to, mm-hmm. um, I think Jenna and Julian podcasts about conspiracies where they were talking about it. But I legit have a memory with my friend Richard where we were like um, in a cabin in the woods and we were burning Christmas wrapping paper because it was winter. 
um, and it was making all these pretty colors. So he kept going, Shazam, every time, like, the colors would, like, <laughs> the paper would catch fire and it would be all pretty. So we just kept saying that, like, over and over again. Granted, we were drunk. It was hilarious. But, like, legit, him and I both resonate that it was Shazam and yeah. not, was it Kazam is what they're trying to say it was? Yeah, Kazam was Shaq. Oh my it's gosh! Like, no, I would have remembered a movie with <laughs> that did Shaq not happen. <laughs> I'm like the only movie I remember with a basketball player in it was <laughs> what is it called with Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes? Um, Space, Space Jam. Space Jam. Mm-hmm. That's the only one that I know for sure I watched as a child, like mm-hmm. with a basketball player. Yeah. Like there's no what? freaking yeah. way Mm-mm. I watched a movie with Shaq in it. I would remember that voice. He has a very memorable voice. <laughs> yeah, and just. Imagery, like, uh, um, what's one that you remember or heard about? Well, so, I don't want to say, I kind of want to just say that this is ignorance and not the Mandela effect, <laughs> but that the fact of how many people believe that there's 52 states in the United States <laughs> versus 50, like, it's like a, a huge, like, thing where, like, people, hmm. like, if you ask people randomly... And may- say 52. Yeah, and maybe it's just because that's what comes to mind, but the fact of the mm. matter is so many people will we'll say, say that. 52. Do you know what I think they kind of might be a realistic, like, mix-up with that mm. is a deck of cards. has mm. 52 cards. Interesting. Um, that could be my only explanation for why people would go to that first. Yeah. Is it was like 52 card pickup, you know? Yeah. Um, so thinking about, but like, yeah, I think that one's pretty funny, but it's also, I have heard it too. Yeah. And then I'm like thinking like, there's like kind of like logos ones that I've seen on the internet where... There's, like, Looney Tunes, which is, like, how did they spell Looney Tunes? Oh, yeah. It's spelled tunes, like, music tunes, mm-hmm. not tunes, like, cartoons. I yeah. Guess that's what tunes is after. Yeah. I thought it was tunes like cartoons. Yeah. I think I Looney Tunes, because yeah. it's a cartoon. That's and they're what, Looney. like, people remember it as, but it's actually tunes. Yeah. Like, music. music. But that doesn't make sense for the show to me. Exactly. That one's weird. I mean, obviously the Mandela effect is named after, like, Nelson Mandela, like, people remembering his funeral before it happened. Yeah. Or, like, believing that he had died before he actually died. That's interesting. I feel like I vaguely kind of remember that, but I always did kind of wonder where the name of it came from. Um... Yeah, so it says, the first reported memories included Nelson Mandela's funeral in the late 20th century. Many people remembered nearly identical details of that funeral coverage on American, Canadian, and British TV. Whoa. But no one could explain the coincidence. And it hadn't happened. It hadn't happened. He hadn't even died yet. Yeah. Whoa. So that's like... Was there a similar, like, death at the time that was on TV? I mean, maybe. There had to have been. Like, how do people just remember a televised monumental funeral if it wasn't, like, for something else? And then there's another one. I don't know who this is. Maybe I should know who this is. But Billy Graham, his funeral, too. Like, similar ideas. I don't know who that is, though. I don't either. Sorry. Sorry, Billy Graham. R.E.P. <laughs> yeah, but I think... If the... you died. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't die, not R.I.P. <laughs> I hope you're thriving. Another quick update. Billy Graham did die, but in 2018. I think the best way to describe it, though, like, is... Either there's 
parallel universes where we either switched, where, Mm -hmm. you know, we flipped, or we kind of, like, slide between the two. Like we go, we can go back and forth, or we can go a little bit more into one versus the other. Like that's interesting. I kind of like that idea. Because I mean, I don't. I mean, I've never really thought about the concept of parallel universes beyond like what I see on TV shows. Yeah, just having like a doppelganger or yeah. like going through a wormhole, and it's yeah. like Doctor Who, and you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I totally believe in doppelgangers, too. Yeah. And that they could also just be on the same plane or on the same universe as us at the mm. same time. We just don't often cross paths. Because, I mean, this world is pretty massive. Yeah. Interesting. And that it's like sometimes you're sharing a, sharing an experience with somebody who's, like, cycling through that other parallel plane. Mm. Um, and that it influences yours. Because you're like, yeah, well, I've known you forever. Or, like, yeah, we've there's no way you could be lying like about this memory and it influences you subconsciously Mm -hmm. um, that it could be. Yeah. And that could also explain the thing where like strangers walk up to you and are like, I know you. Yeah. Or I recognize you. Mm -hmm. You're so familiar. And Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh no, I just have that face. And it's like, but do you just have that face? Like you, you are pretty sure Mm -hmm. that you've seen somebody before, you know? Yeah. I totally all the time see people or, you know, just souls maybe that like you feel like you know, even if it's like I can't pinpoint exactly who it is mm-hmm. you remind me of, but I swear I've seen you or I've known you more than what you're telling me right now. And it's probably that like intermingling of planes. I don't know. It's very, I don't know either. It's very overwhelming to think Cue about. Cue the Doctor Who theme. <laughs> yeah, except it's copyrighted. So yeah, <laughs> we just have to do our own, our own version. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, was there any other ones you wanted to talk about? I mean, the last one that I wanted to talk about, but I'm debunking it. Is a conspiracy I saw on TikTok. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so as my listeners know... You're obsessed with TikTok. I've recently become obsessed with TikTok. <laughs> which, if you love It's toxic. It, oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> if you loved Vines, you will love this app. So it's appealing, and it's like... I don't need like a lot of bandwidth. I don't need to be really mentally present to watch it. Just mm-hmm. kind of scroll through. Mm-hmm. But so I watch it pretty regularly and all of a sudden there was this like these viral TikTok videos about how people were breaking open pregnancy tests (laughs) and they were finding plan B in the pregnancy test. And so I believed it a hundred percent. I told people, I was like, oh my God, did you know this? Like it made so much sense because pregnancy tests are so expensive. Yeah. We and were it would talking be about genius it. if yeah. if we knew like you know how many people take a pregnancy test and are like oh fuck I got to go plan B yeah if we knew it was just in there and then we could just like if it can't because pregnancy tests usually come with two yeah so then you do you do the first one you say oh fuck I don't want this to happen yeah you take the pill you don't have to tell anybody about it you take God. the second one and it becomes a negative and that's what you tell your partner either clear blue <laughs> clear blue needs to either do it yeah or i need to find out a way to create my own pregnancy test and brand. market that shit man yeah and it could just be you know a secret amongst us 
uh, uterus-bearing individuals <laughs> that we keep from the others <laughs> to, you know, it's a it's a plan B. It's an escape clause if you need it. Yeah. But, so, these videos were going viral. Like, I, I mean, I spend time watching TikTok, and I would say probably every fifth video I was watching were was people... Was another one? That's yeah, crazy. Were people breaking them open. And so, yeah, it is my fault for believing something that I see on the internet that is teenagers posting videos. <laughs> like, that's my bad. But All also, right. I didn't really, like... I didn't really understand what else it could be. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like, that makes perfect sense. So. To the internet you went. So the, to the internet I went, and I was so disappointed to find out that it's not really plan B. And you should not take it. Ingest <laughs> should, it. Do not ingest it. You should not ingest it. Essentially what I found out is that um, because it's testing your urine to find out if you're pregnant... It is actually, let me see what it is. It's a moisture absorbing, I don't know what that word is, tablet. (laughs) Um, It's a urine cake. (laughs) Essentially. It's just making sure, because you're going to pee on it, it's there to block moisture and like the humidity and everything. From like the computer mechanism. Yeah, to make sure that it will actually give you accurate results. All right. So, fine, fine, clear blue. I mean, going to the internet to research this saved me like probably $17. I don't know how expensive pregnancy tests are. They can be pretty pricey. Which would make sense why there's plan B. In I know, because plan B is also pretty pricey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, oh God, plan B, just don't even get me started on that topic, too. <laughs> but I just really hope that there's not people ingesting it. Ingesting it. Yeah. So. This Please don't. Just a friendly reminder <laughs> yes. to not believe everything that you see on the internet. Because yes. it's not always real. <laughs> and people make shit up. Right. And if it was plan B, like there needed to have been like a little secret message in there for us <laughs> to start to catch on to it. Not just like somebody accidentally breaking it open and being like, what the hell is this? Yeah. But I would be interested to see who was the first person to break it open. Like yeah. who looks up? They like stepped on it or something. They're like pee stick. And it's like, you know what I should do? Just break it open. See what's in there. I know. That's so silly. Yeah, but so that's all I wanted to talk about because I was fully prepared to go buy pregnancy tests and open them while we were recording, but the internet foiled that plan. Well, it's still a good story because it it balances out all the conspiracies that we absolutely buy into. Yeah. And to the one that we can clearly debunk with facts. (laughs) With facts. Exactly. It's the only one that I can debunk with facts. Everything else is our opinion and... It goes all the way to the top. It's all corruption. It's all the Illuminati. All conspiracy theories are the Illuminati. Illuminati. Absolutely. All ads, all like Coca-Cola, you know, everything is all, it's all a system that goes all the way to the top. And it's at the top of the pyramid is the Illuminati. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. That was a really bad impression that time. Yeah, the first one was better. It was. Until we're getting tired because we're laughing a lot more. Sound effects are getting a little bit weird. (laughs) Well, to send us off for tonight, I want to end on you telling me what is your latest guilty pleasure. That's a good question. It's probably still YouTube. 
Oh, I know what it is. What is it? <laughs> I feel like you were like waiting for me to answer because you already knew what it was. It is backpacking YouTube videos. <laughs> Wait, I had no idea. You didn't that's know? What it was. This is what I've been watching all the time. So, quick backstory: one of my near and dear friends, Lisa, um, decided for her 40th birthday that she wanted to hike the Pacific Crest Trail. Oh, okay. Um, so she had been planning this for a couple of years and would not stop talking about it. And I was super stoked for her to actually start to go and like achieve her dreams and encouraging her. I was keeping in touch with her every couple weeks. I'd send her a little bit, little gift on Venmo, like, Hey, go buy a pizza when you get to town or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and just checking in with her, making sure she was good um, and safe because there have been, you know, some hikers missing this year, which is tragic. Um, and just, uh, I told her like, hey, I'm loving this content you're putting out. Please keep doing it. I'm super freaking proud of you. Mm-hmm. Also, what else can you send my way? Like, what did you do when you were researching how to prepare for this? Because I just really want to learn a little bit more. So she sent me this one blogger. Her name is, her trail name quote unquote, is Dixie. Her YouTube channel is called Homemade Wanderlust. And she's freaking adorable. She's from Alabama. So she's got this really endearing Southern accent. Mm -hmm. And she is, she's super inspired me because she was 28, which is the age I am right now. Very young, accomplished, successful engineer um, on the career track, right? Like doing everything that like people tell you you should do with your life Mm -hmm. and just woke up one day and decided to cash out her retirement, quit her job and go hike the Appalachian trail, which goes from Georgia to Maine on the East coast. Um, and she'd never backpacked a day in her life. Um, wow. Yeah. It was crazy. Wild. She just kind of started doing some research. I think she gave herself like a six month prep period where she quit her job moved back home to her parents and started preparing for this um and she did it and she documented it and she had a friend back home editing her videos and she started posting them and gained like a massive following really fast wow. just because of the things that she'd talk about and the life lessons she was gaining along the way and the experiences that she was having so I have literally binged almost her entire channel in the last couple of months and she's been doing this since, I think, 2016. Wow, it's a really long time. So she did the AT, which is the Appalachian Trail, and a couple, a year or so later, she did the Pacific Crest Trail, and then a year or so later, she did the Continental Divide, which goes from New Mexico, the border of Mexico in New Mexico, and to Canada, I think Montana, and it's a Continental Divide, wow. which I think she also said is the most like brutal trail because it's very exposed. And you go through grizzly country, which you you run into bears in the Appalachian Trail. And I could talk about this for a really long time. I've learned a massive amount of backpacking oh knowledge. Oh my god, I'd be so scared. And I've never done it. I like camping, but like car camping, you know, where you drive to the site and you have your car there and you just pitch a tent and then you leave a couple days later. Yeah. That's the most I've ever done. And I like hiking. Um, I don't have great endurance with elevation though. So I've started to do that on the treadmill, Yeah, which you might've seen the other day. Um, and I post about it a little bit on Instagram cause I'm naturally a runner for my cardio, but I've started doing incline mm-hmm. because I want to hike like more and I want to see if I can backpack. I don't know if I could do a six month trail. Yeah. But yeah. It that all has, sounds crazy to me. I didn't even know like how it worked. Like you've told me bits and pieces mm-hmm. of like you can send them money and there's like there are places where they stop and like yeah. buy stuff mm-hmm. and 
it's just so crazy to me. I was like, what do you mean they're, like, recording? Like, how do they have electricity? Yeah. How do they have internet? I know. So <laughs> she carries, like, a couple extra battery packs. She records on her iPhone. Like, she has, I think, two iPhones just in case something breaks or whatever. Um, and she just, like, uploads it to Dropbox. And her friend has access to the Dropbox and takes the footage and makes a video while she's out on trail. So she's literally posting content while still out on trail. So insane. Yeah, it's crazy. And I guess there's a ton. So I've started to follow additional ones just from my YouTube recommendations since then. And I can't get enough of it, man. It's really inspiring. I had no idea. <laughs> I, like, I, I don't know what she's like going to say. I watch it in the morning. I I never can like hear what you're watching. I just always assume it's YouTube videos. Yeah. I just never know what kind of YouTube videos. But yes. now I know. That has been my recent unexpected one and it comes from my friend Lisa for just pursuing her dreams and people like that super inspire me and you know while I get in this in the rut of my daily grind and and having a career track I might you know shock people by doing something crazy in a couple years my my aunt and my cousin did it like a mother-daughter type of bonding event or something like that I think they did it in maybe Scotland or Ireland though Mm. they did it like a couple years back and I just remember thinking wow you guys are crazy yeah just to carry everything you need in your backpack yeah I think is I mean because I'm also a little I have hoarder tendencies (laughs) so just the idea of like the only things you need like, carry what you need, and that's it. Are with you, and just to be, you know, Marie Kondo it up, get rid of your shit, like, get rid of your baggage. I know. I could never be a minimalist. I don't think I, I think could about either. it all the time. Like, yeah. I don't need any of this stuff, but then it's like, but what if I do? I love tchotchkes, like, knickknacks, man. That's my jam. I have, and I also just, like, really love clothes. You know. Yeah. (laughs) I do know. Um, But, yeah, just to kind of have a little bit of an escape from my life and fantasize about what it could be if I do something crazy. I like it. Yeah. I can dig that. Long story long. Long story long. (laughs) Here we are. Well, thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for joining me. I thought you'd never ask. (laughs) We... Definitely we'll have to do it again, but I do want to talk about some serial killers. Murder. <laughs> yes. I Our could talk a really long time about that. Favorite but. word. Okay. Well, thanks for joining me. Put it in a bun. It's when, like, you take a hair tie and you put it on your animal's ears and you say, I put it in a bun. It's really cute. Uh, is it a TikTok? It is a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I actually really need to delete that from my phone. It takes up too much space.